At the time of this post, it will only be a few hours shy of the time, while working at BZ, that I received a call from Sarah Nathan with the terrible news that her dad, my friend and mentor, a comforting voice to so many every weekend, had passed away. It's been 27 years. On, at least what I hope is a happier note, today marks the third anniversary of the Norm Nathan Vault of Silliness. There are so many tapes remaining. Keep sharing and spreading the word about this silly little show. And welcome to our new subscribers and listeners. Both numbers are up, and here's hoping that trend continues every week. This week brings us a dumb birthday game from October 28, 1995. You will quickly understand why I've titled it, Putting the Talk in Talk Radio. Norm says hello to Jack, and before the game begins, they discuss their worlds. Our players, Jack, Ed LeClaire, who's producing and playing in studio, Dorothy in Pleasantville, New York, Russell from Peabody, and the nerve-wracked Arlene in Woburn. The birthdays, Charlie Daniels, Dodie Goodman, Julia Roberts, Bruce Jenner, Dennis Franz, Jonas Salk, and then we move to some events. What year was the Statue of Liberty dedicated in New York Harbor by President Grover Cleveland? And Harvard College was founded on this date in what year? There's a special, very entertaining post-game caller, so stay tuned all the way through. Episode 161, putting the talk in talk radio, yaps its way to your ears in three, two, and one. And say hello. 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 How are you? Welcome to our world. (laughs) (laughs) The people who didn't hear a conversation last week Mm -hmm. have no idea what we're talking about, but that's okay, you know. Well, it's sort of a dramatic moment. It is a dramatic moment, and I think if they don't know everything, I think it makes everything have a little mystery to it. You know what, however, wouldn't it be kind of fun to make it a catchphrase all around the world? People would be saying just that. Welcome to my world. Welcome to our world. Mm-hmm. That would be nice, too. That, I, think that, I think that would bring people just a little bit closer together. <laughs> yes. I think so, make them feel a little more comfortable <laughs> with each other. Uh, welcome to our world. You probably get some wise guys saying, "Who wants to go to your smelly world, fella?" <laughs> I think it sucks that you probably get somebody like that. But aside from the one or two people, I think most of the people would be happy to be welcome to your world. Well, you see, in the event of um, uh, the, uh, the that that grumpy type of person, you see, that would be a whole nother catchphrase. So we can get two catchphrases out of this one thing. And, um, you know, you get to, the other catchphrase would be something like, you're no longer welcome. Say that again. That was so nice the way you did that. Do you're, that again. You're no longer welcome. You're no longer, see if I can imitate that. You're no longer welcome. <laughs> well, it's a little bit like it. I know I make it sound like a foreign language. Okay. <laughs> Ed LeClaire is here, too. He's going to play the game. Is that okay with you, Jack? Because I, I know you like to have the uh, final say on who plays the game and who does not. <laughs> well, I'll jot it down, and if uh, there's enough room, then uh, then he can play. Oh, good. I'm glad to be welcome to your world. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no longer welcome. Oh. <laughs> Get rid of him. <laughs> okay, let's see. Let's see. We have Dorothy, who's calling from, uh, who's on the line from Pleasantville, New York, which is a Reader's Digest country, isn't it, uh, Dorothy, as I recall? And right next to the Sleepy Hollow Cemetery where you should be spending Halloween. Oh, that's right, this, mm-hmm. the Sleepy Hollow Cemetery. Tell Jack it's, that's very close to the Tappanzee Bridge. Is that right? Uh-huh. No kidding. Now, you, uh, it, should should Jack know that? I mean, what, what what's the connection between Jack and the Tappanzee Bridge? Well, the Tappanzee Bridge is always... Um, Oh, speeds. Matter of fact, speeds are reduced in the Tappanzee Bridge tonight, this very night, as a result of rain and wind. Absolutely. Oh, you mentioned that on one of your reports. Uh, I have you sure I've mentioned the Tappanzee Bridge here and there. Right, right. And last week, I felt like sending you the front page of the White Plains newspaper because of the big tie-up that they had out there for four hours. No kidding. 
off. I can get another copy of that paper. I want to send it to you. Yeah, I'm I send it to you, care of Norm? Absolutely. Yeah, and he'll get it. Yeah, absolutely. The only problem is, I must tell you this, Dorothy. I know. Yours. I know, I know, I know. Before you say it, you need a secretary. No, no, no. organized. Because no, it'll, no, it'll I, go astray. No, no. I didn't say that at all. No, I wasn't even thinking. Pardon that. me. No, no. I mean, if you if you're going into the psychic trade, I, I'd give it a second thought. <laughs> no, I shouldn't psychoanalyze you. I, I no, would... no, no. I, what I was going to say was, you're assuming that Jack Hart cares about traffic even when he's not on duty. Fact is, he doesn't give a damn about the whole thing. When he's not working, he's thinking girls. He's thinking of well, well, gorging thought... himself with chocolates and ice cream and. Booze and all kinds of stuff. No, but and there the was, a, there was the a little side sidebar to this story about the Tappanzi Bridge because they had a photograph of a bridegroom whose wedding was supposed to take place a half an hour after the photograph was taken, and and the bridge was tied up in both directions for four hours. So yeah. of course, and Jack got a fiance at a wedding coming up sometime soon. I don't want the same to happen to him. Well, uh, so don't plan don't plan your wedding anywhere near the Tap and Sea Bridge. Uh, uh, well, thank you very much. Uh, I'll jot that down in my notes. <laughs> okay, let's go to Russell. For God's sakes, let's go somewhere. Uh, Russell and Peabody. Hi, Russell. I know. Um, this com uh, this conversation neighbor. this conversation you see is going at a rapid clip, but I. I sure hope you can keep pace with it. Well, I'm, I'm trying very hard. And uh, I'm, I'm your neighbor in Peabody, uh, next door to Middleton. That's right, you are but, very close by. And, don't uh, you don't make, hold that against me. No, you just make me feel uncomfortable. You're just breathing down my neck all the time there in Peabody. <laughs> <laughs> the last time I called, I think I got the booby prize. I wouldn't know what was that. The, the, the main prize is actually a booby prize. Well, whatever. <laughs> I, I was the bottom of the list. Okay, we'll see how you do tonight, Russell, well, because... I'll try very hard. Okay. Uh, we have Arlene, who's in Woburn. Hello, Arlene. Hello, Norm. How are you? Oh, I'm just fine, thank you. You sound like you're in good spirits and everything. Well, I'm kind of uh, nervous. I am being me. Uh, for this, but my parents grew up in Everett. Yeah. Glendale Square area. Which one? Glendale Square. Oh, sure, sure. So when you were talking about that one night, I oh, yeah. kind of yeah. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, we used to, yeah, we used to go to Glendale Park a lot. That oh, was the, yeah. the big place. It was a ballpark. Yeah. That's right, it was a ballpark. Yeah, Ferry Street. And also on May Day, we would have a Maypole. Yes, We'd da dance around the Maypole. Yep. Yeah. It sounds like sissy stuff yeah, now. No, but I'll I... never get married again, and it's not going to be on a bridge. Are you married Sorry. now? Are you married now? No. <laughs> You're divorced. Two divorces. Oh, you've been you've been married twice. Oh yeah. Were you divorced both times for the same reason? Uh, first time for one, second time for another. But. Oh, I see. Okay. I'm ready for this game. So you're <laughs> you're ready for this game yes. and some. And I've some... enjoyed this show, and I really, my mother, is a very uptight person. But she says she listens to Norm Nathan. That's very nice. Now, where does she live now? She lives in uh, Tewksbury. Okay, so you both moved out of Everett. That's how much you so love the city. When she goes to Maine, she still gets you, you know, the, the reception. And she, oh, yeah. And I say, wow, my mother listens to you. <laughs> yeah, because you think I'm kind of hip with the young, well, younger people. Hip. Yeah, see, now that guy called me a little and, while and ago. That, that makes my mother hip. She's 62. <laughs> 60, yeah. And I'm 42, and I'm, I said, yeah. and, you, and you both listen to the same guy. Yeah. Well, now I'm going to say I've been listening to Norm. <laughs> I think that's great. Okay, you know how the game play goes yeah. then. What, we, yeah, we just, the, the age? The age of the people born in the state. Uh-huh. And I will, uh, I, I, unfortunately, I left uh, what? some of my information at home on oh, details of these people. But I'll I'll give you a, as as much of a sketch of them as I can, and right. I think you'll do well. Okay, you gonna sketch them on radio? Yes, I'm going to. Yes. Oh yes. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> Welcome to my world of sketching. You know something. You know something, uh, Arlene. What? I want you so badly. You do? Yeah. Well, why aren't you here then? I never why thought of that. I like you around when yeah. I want them. Yeah. 
What kind of a guy are you looking for, anyway? You, um, I, I, what about? Let me let me give you just man. an older man with a body of well-tempered steel, boys grin, crooked really smile. I don't care about body size or looks. Oh, well, thank goodness! I don't care about <laughs> thank goodness for that. <laughs> How about big and yeah? And a soul. That's all I like. Okay, an older guy with a sense of humor and soul. Yeah, uh, soul. So you want him to have good shoes. Hey, uh, oh, hey, listen. Not we're smelly the, feet, though. Oh, would you please? We're getting romantic, <laughs> and we got to bring up shoes and smelly feet. Uh, <laughs> does that destroy my sex image hey, right off the bat? I have smelly feet. My daughter. Oh, I, I don't want to. I don't want to know about that. <laughs> I don't want to. You are funny. You are. I, I, here I am trying to make out with a woman, and she's telling me she has smelly feet. What kind of a romance is this? Goodness. My goodness. voice is beginning to get kind hey, of let's sharp. Play the game. I think maybe that was a good idea. Okay, Charlie Daniels, musician, singer, songwriter. Yeah. He wrote uh, and sang Devil Went Down to Georgia. Georgia. Yeah, born in Wilmington, North Carolina on this very day, October 28th. I'm going to ask Dorothy first, though. Dorothy, how old do you think Charlie Daniels is? Devil Went Down to Georgia. Hi-ho, hi-ho. 60. Okay. Uh, Russell, what do you think? 67. Russell says 67, and Arlene, the lovely Arlene, says... 58. 58. And uh, what do you say, Jack? Hmm. You always say that. <laughs> oh, he plays it a lot, huh? Yeah, well, I mean, he always says, hmm. He's a regular. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, he, well no, well, just I'm regular. I, yeah. I eat right and the bran flakes and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Lots of fiber. Good shape. Yeah. Tremendous fiber. He probably, he's, in fact, he's every, in the Guinness every, Book. Yeah, every morning at the same time, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I don't get up until 2 hours. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like him. He's single. He's single, yes, he is, but he's getting married soon. Are you oh. getting married soon, Jack? Oh, well, I've got a, 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 steady, a steady girlfriend, uh, a, uh, and we're, uh, you know, we're, 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 we're working you're, along there, you know. Yeah, you're no, stammering, nice. so obviously that's you haven't. Really nice. Yeah, is. but you haven't set a date or anything yet. Well, we're you know we're we're you know seeing, you know hey, taking a you know. Them, <laughs> <laughs> easy, easy fella. Leave him alone. Okay, no, tell us, tell us, Jack. How old do you think? I Char said fifty-eight. No, I know you did. I was asking Jack. <laughs> uh, I would say uh, forty-nine. Forty-nine. You sort of did that like Jack Benny. <laughs> was there, there was no reason for that, was there? Well, it was 49 instead of 39. Oh, I see. Will you say 49? Oh, you know, I'm um, 49. Will you hold on? I'm doing, you see, shtick. <laughs> Ed, what do you think? How old do you think uh, Charlie Daniels is? Oh, I think he's 50. 50. Okay, he's actually 59. Wow. And we had uh, Arlene said 58. And uh, Dorothy said 60, so they both came within a year. Hi. So Dorothy and Arlene, I hope you'll, from, from this point on, become good friends. Hi, Dorothy. I like the pronunciation of Woburn. Yeah, why? why? You know, to an outsider, it looks like, it looks like Woburn. It does look like Woburn, and you can tell an outsider when they call it that. Oh, and, I know. I mean, uh, an outsider calls yeah. Lemonster Leo Minster, too. Are you from, you're from around here? No. Well, you know what we say around here. Uh, a little bit of woo is better than woe. Quite right. Okay, Dodie Goodman was also born on this date. Mm -hmm. Dodie Goodman. Let me see what I can find out about. Well, you know about Dodie Goodman. She was... She's done a lot of, she's an actress, and she was used to be on the Jack Parr show a lot as one of the regulars, Dodie Goodman, had a little funny voice. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, Eddie? Ed LeClaire, what do you think? Dodie oh. Goodman, you know Dodie Goodman? I, no, I don't know. She who was in the movie Grease, I believe, as the assistant principal. Oh, now I know who she is, and I'm going to say that she is uh, 70. 70 years old, okay. And Jack, what do you think? Hmm. Hmm. figuring doing my gazintas. Do you know what I'm actually doing my gazintas and uh, sums on to figure this out? Is a uh, it's polka time pen. A polka time pen? Yeah, that I believe uh, you gave to uh, Joan from Tewksbury. A polka time pen. Oh, yeah, Joan sent me a note 
Joan, Joan from Tewksbury, uh, won the, uh, the dumb birthday game. And I've always maintained that the, uh, is there somebody talking while I'm talking, or is it my imagining that? Okay. Anyway, the, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm imagining it, obviously. Anyway, Joan, Joan I, I often talk about, you know, the junky, tasteless, tacky prizes that we give away, the worthless, useless stuff. Uh, Joan, Joan won a package of this kind of junky stuff and sent me an entire note analyzing each item and telling where she got rid of every bit of it. You know, I thought, I don't want to know that much. I never make any great claims for these prizes. Well, I got the polka time pen. Yeah. Well, how, did, how did you get the polka time pen, Jack? She, uh, obviously, Joan didn't want the polka time pen and send it to Jack. Oh, she sent it to Jack? Yeah. Oh. Is that correct, Jack? Uh, yes, we have a uh, dumb birthday game, uh, uh, tacky prize swap meet every couple of weeks. <laughs> I see, because I sent her a book yes, on Spike Jones, which I thought was a good book. Uh-huh. Because uh, he was a very interesting band leader, was a, and it was a very well-researched, good book. And she said, I didn't really want that book. It's Spike somebody, some kind of musician or something. <laughs> that was the end of that. <laughs> anyway, uh, Jack... Uh, oh, you haven't you haven't told me Dota Goodman's age yet. Oh, um, haven't finished my Gazentas. Um, I would say uh, seventy three. Seventy three. Okay, Arlene, what do you think? Arlene says sixty eight, and Russell seventy one. Seventy one, and Dorothy. I don't know whether to say 69 or 72. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't know how to... Yeah, I really don't They're know what to say. They're both divisible by three. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think I'll take... What's that, please? 69. 69. Okay. Uh, the answer, actually, and this is the exciting moment when I tell you what the answer is, is uh, 66. She's 66. Oh, yeah, yeah, so I think, I think Arlene, uh, Arlene says 68. And uh, let's see. I, she beat us all winner. That's two out of two. All right. Okay, Julia Roberts also has a birthday today. Julia Roberts, Steel Magnolias, Pretty Woman, yes. Mystic Pizza. Will you be quiet? Will you, will you just be quiet for a minute while I go through my speech here to give people clues? Doesn't matter. What, see, see, the thing is, it doesn't matter whether you know or not. I'm telling it you to know everybody. What you say to me, Norm. Yeah? Like my mother used to say. Okay, that's what I just, I just said that to you. Okay. Okay. Uh, Julia Roberts, anyway, born in, in Smyrna, Georgia, on October 28th, and uh, I can't tell you the year, of course, because that would tell you how old she was. So tell me, Arlene, how old is Julia Roberts today? I think she's one of, incidentally, one of the most gorgeous. overrated actresses. Oh, no, overrated. I, I don't think she's, right. I think there are others who are more gorgeous I mean, I think she's adorable and yeah, all that, and she's a overrated. she's a pretty fair actress. But I don't think she's a. No, we, we're both going to talk I'm, I'm all the way through this myself. thing. Will you hold on just a minute? You see, we're both talking at the same time, and it's like one of those morning TV shows where five or six people talk at the same time, and yeah. nobody can hear any one of them. Anyway, I just I thought she's totally overrated and uh, adorable. And uh, wait a minute. Well, you asked me, 26. Well, I know, but see, I was in the middle of saying something. At that time, you hold back until that British person finishes. Okay, you said 26? Yes. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> Dorothy, what do you think? Today's the 28th of October, and she's pretty darn young, so I'm going to play a hunch and say 28. Okay. Uh, Ed? I believe that she is uh, 28 years old today. 28 years old today, okay. Russell, what do you think? 31. 31. And Jack? 27. 27 is very close, but 28 does hit it right on the button. Yeah. Yeah, she's 28. That means that uh, Ed and uh, Dorothy uh, both uh, won that round, and that means that Dorothy and uh, and Arlene are both tied at two apiece. Okay. Still a close race. It is a close race, and it's anybody's ball yeah. game. That's right. Could you go back and tell me how old Dodie Goodman really is? Uh, 60, 66. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. 
And uh, Bruce Jenner, who's the uh, track athlete, you know, from the uh, uh, Olympics, sportscaster and all that, and also uh, was kind of the, the front man for at least the, the speaker there for Wheaties, wasn't he? Like, mm -hmm. Yeah, he was on the box. On the box of uh, Wheaties, uh, Bruce Jenner. Built very much like I'm built, as a matter of fact. I look in the mirror. I look at pictures of him. It's like looking in the mirror. I see. <laughs> yeah. Do you? <laughs> okay. Russell, how old do you think Bruce Jenner is? 43. Russell, without hesitation, said 43. And what do you say without hesitation, Jack? Without hesitation? Oh. Uh, I say, uh, hmm. Do you mind if I hesitate before I say it? No, you can, you can hesitate. It's okay. Sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just, 46. 46. As we just got, uh, I got a memo from the management here, and they said hesitation's okay. Oh. As long as it produces an exciting climax. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Sir. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. Arlene, what do you think? Oh, God, I'm thinking about now when you mentioned Bruce Jenner about the O.J. thing, you know, they picked up on that, all that talking, and I finally saw him after all these years. Could you come a little closer to the phone and speak up just a little bit? Okay, I'm sorry. Is it my phone? No, you, you sound kind of soft. Just, yeah. just, just to speak into it and a little bit louder. Okay, 45. 45. What does that get to do with the O.J. Simpson? I, I oh, he, him and his wife were involved with the trial. Bruce Jenner was? Yes. I don't remember that. In what yes. regard? Was he covering it for somebody? No, no. His wife was one of the witnesses to the trial. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. I don't remember that. What yep. Witness on which side? The prosecution, of course. Well, she was not with what? Did she say that he, uh, he, he abused her or him, something? Yes, she had seen him do something to Nicole. Oh, I see. Yeah. I didn't I, I that, remember that. A, I remember watching him on the Olympics. Oh, yeah, he was, uh, yeah, he was, uh, he was. And that, that struck me to see him and her standing up against, well, you know how all the people, all his friends, like, turned their backs on him. On, on who, on Bruce Jenner or O.J. Simpson? On O.J. Yeah. Well, that's just a little aside. <laughs> okay, Ed, Ed, what do you think? How old do you think Bruce Jenner is? Ooh, 53. Okay. I like okay. the way you said that. Whoa, whoa. Uh, Dorothy, how old is Bruce Jenner? <sighs> you don't forget, you're tight. You and Arlene are both tight. All right. I know that. This is a way to. And break. I wonder if Arlene has Cindy Garvey in mind. Yes. Oh, that too. Yes, both of them. Both of them. Dorothy. Okay. Yes. Okay. It was. Um. Uh, Steve Garvey's wife also testified. Right. Yeah. Right. Um. I'm going to go with Jack's 46. Jack's 46 is correct. Ooh. That's exactly how old he is. Oh. Uh, yeah. I have. I have great faith in Jack. Oh, well, well we all have great faith in Jack. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, and I apologize if I referred to your um, female friend as a fiance. Oh, if well, you're yeah, not don't really worry engaged. about it. Well, no, we're, no just, just relax. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to hasten things. Oh, no, no, you're not hastening things at all. As a matter of fact, is a date with her over the weekend is thinking of dumping her. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I, just, one time. I like to get not. yeah. I like to get in the middle of things and ruin yeah. things for everybody. <laughs> yeah, because life has been ruined for me and it's hopeless. Well, and I, I don't see why. Believe me, oh, happy. So yeah, happy. That's right. I don't see any reason for anybody to be happy if I'm not. No. She played the game with Jack one night on the the dumb birthday game. No, she it? called after. Oh, after. Yeah, she called after. Pardon me. Yes, and I'm very happy with her. A right. woman. I know. She I, sounds I know great. That. I know that. Uh, Dennis Franz, oh, good. who from the Hill Street Blues the, and uh, NYPD Blue, and also, I believe he was in uh, he was in a movie with Michael Caine. And who was that? Who was that? Uh, uh, director, sort of like a junior Arthur uh, uh, Hitchcock. 
Ooh. Brian De Palma. Brian De Palma did, yeah. did a movie. His Hello. wife, his wife Hello. was his wife was in that movie. That blonde lady, Alan is her last name. Deborah. Elizabeth. No, not it's not Debbie. either one. No. Debbie Allen. Uh, yeah, it is Debbie Allen. No, okay. not Debbie Allen. No? no, Debbie Allen is the uh, dancer Gin and uh, oh, you know, and all Ginger, that. maybe. No. Very attractive blonde lady. Kate. <laughs> no, not Kate. Alan. Um, in any event, Dennis Franz no, was no, in was in that movie as a. Asking the question. Uh, I'm just uh, talking. <laughs> I, I haven't really <laughs> defined exactly. I think it was Debbie Allen. The no, 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 no. It was this. No, no. His wife is not Debbie Allen. No, Debbie Allen is the sister of of, of Alicia, Miss of Rashad. E. What is her name? E. The uh, the mother on the Crosby show. Is she? Is she? Are they sisters? Yes. Yes. Okay. okay. They're, and they're and they're married. Alicia's so married know. to her sister. No. I'm really confused. No, De Palma no. And no, no. De Palma's not married to Debbie Allen. She, oh, I, really? I, I swear to God, she's not. Yeah. No, I would know that if she was. No, no, this is another. No, this I really is. An, did. I, no, I really it's, I know everything. No, no, it's another. It's this is another Allen. I feel like I got this two stations <laughs> out at the same time. <laughs> anyway, who cares? The Dennis Fred's is who we're guessing. Yeah. Dorothy, how old do you think he is? I think he's I'm married. He, he, he's married to Dodie Goodman, you know. <laughs> No, I love him. He just got married. Yeah, but not as much as you. I, I, like, I like the program LAPD Blue. Mm. I uh, do, too. I think he's also a good actor. I, oh, LAPD. I always wonder if he's related LAPD to Blue. Arthur, Arthur's Blue. friend. Let it, let it go, Jack. Okay. Yeah. Uh, sometimes they call it NYPD Blue. No, it depends excuse on me. <laughs> where they have an opening at which studio NYPD and which coast. Blue. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, 50. I'm sorry, I don't, I don't remember the question. How old is he? No, he's... My guess oh, oh, okay, <laughs> I, I remember the question now. Russell, what... what how old you, How old do you think... How old do you think he is, Russell? Uh, what was the last... Uh, last guess was... And the only guess is 50. 5-0. Five 5-0. Oh. Five now, if I talked a little bit longer, do you, do you suppose I get any, any uh, credit for that? <laughs> I'm no, if you talk less, you get credit for it. Could you come a little uh, closer to the phone also and just speak up a little bit? 42. 42, okay. And uh, do I need to coax you into taking a guess, Arlene? Uh, no, you don't. 39. Uh, 39, okay. Uh, Jack, what do you say? Uh, let's see. Well, he's one of those people who could be older than he looks, or you know, uh, or he could, uh, he, or he could be younger than he looks. Yeah, kind of old looking. Okay, he could be exactly the same age as he looks. You look exactly mm -hmm. how old he is. Yeah, if if you can figure out how how old he looks. How old he looks. Now Let's that's see. The, that is the real trick. That's the catch. Yeah, right there. Right there's the catch. Boop boop boo. I'd say that um, he's fifty one. Fifty one. Okay. What do you say, Ed? You know he. I don't think he's changed at all between when he was on Hill Street Blues and now that he's on. Uh, no, and I, anyway, I have a feeling. He looks exactly the same. I've yeah, seen pictures of him when he was a kid, bald, mustache. Yeah, he looked the same way. In, in twenty years, he'll look exactly, he'll look exactly the, same. the same. But I'm going to go with fifty-three. Fifty-three. Okay. Actually, fifty-one is correct. Yeah. And so that means Jack hit it right on the button. Wow, and that's how old he looks. Yeah, he looks like fifty-one, doesn't he? <laughs> uh, that means that uh, well, Dorothy has three. And uh, Arlene and uh, Jack both have two apiece, and one from Ed. As we go to Jonas Salk. Hmm. Jonas Edward Salk, immunologist, inventor of the Salk polio vaccine, scientist born at New York on October 28th, New York City, October 28th. But what year was that, Ed? What do you, how old do you think Jonas Salk is? 81. 81. Well, you said that without hesitation at all. I believe it's 81. I believe in 81. <laughs> and, Jack, what do you think? I believe. <laughs> in 82. 82, okay. And, Arlene, what do you believe in? I'll go with the 82. 
82. <laughs> she believes that. Okay, the, see, that was a, probably an interesting decision. She had to decide between Jack's guess and Ed's guess. <laughs> and she sided with Jack. It's kind of interesting. Well, she could have gone either way on that. Yeah, she could have been, yeah. Although I feel a little left out, though, Arlene. Thank you very yeah. much for going with Jack. Aww, okay. Russell, what do you think? Uh, 80. 80. Just 80, okay. And Dorothy? Ed said 81 so authoritatively, I have to match that. 81. Well, well thank you. 81 it. is wise because that's exactly how old he is. Really? All right. Terrific. Yeah. You all guessed very close, though. I mean, Terrific. the farthest away, you all were within one year of it, except for you two were yeah, right I on the button. Someone with polio. That's why I, mm. it hit me, you know. Well, Dorothy now, now leads with four. Leading, huh? Yeah, she's four correct answers. It's Russell's oh. turn next. And two, and well, pardon me? Russell's going to come up with the answer. I know, we kind of hope Russell will score. No, someone. Russell is the dumbbell of the year. No, you're not. No, you, no, you've no. been very close on a lot of them. Hey, you, you don't just... like me because I have a big mouth. Who said, who said that, Arlene? Well, you kind of gave me impression. <laughs> oh, did I? Yes, you did. Oh. <laughs> Anyway, you have two correct answers. So does Jack, and so does uh, Ed. So you're all, you're all doing very well. Okay, here's here's one now. The Statue of Liberty has to do with this. This is a this is a year. I'll give you the event, and you tell me the year it happened. It uh, did I say you had a big mouth? Yes. <laughs> and that's odd. I can't imagine where it came up with that. Yeah, I can't imagine why he came up with that one. On October twenty eighth, what year was this? The Statue of Liberty. Maybe if you listen to the question, see, because this is that we're coming near the close of the game, and I want you to win a whole bunch of junk. Oh, God, do I want you to win a whole bunch of junk. Uh, on October 28th, the Statue of Liberty, a gift from the people of France, was dedicated in New York Harbor by, here's a clue now, by President Cleveland, Grover Cleveland, in the presence of its sculptor, Friedrich Auguste Bartholdi, who probably would die all over again if he could hear the way I pronounced his name. But anyway, this was the year that the, uh, the, the Statue of Liberty was dedicated. What year was that? It did happen on October 28th, but what year? Uh, could you tell us that? Uh, Arlene, what do you think? Well, you hit me first, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I wonder why. No, no, I just no, I just pick people at random, no special reason. Yeah, right. No, that's uh, true. Let's see. Nineteen. They just a few years ago. Remember, they had an anniversary mm -hmm. of the dedication, and they had a whole big thing in, in uh, New York Harbor. Uh, all oh, kinds the, of stuff. Uh, Ellis Island. Uh, well, well, it's yeah, it's near Ellis Island. It's not on Ellis Island. It's on Liberty Island. 1942. 1942. Okay. And uh, Dorothy, what do you think? If I don't know that, then I can't be a self-respecting New Yorker, right? I don't know. I don't know. Well, Jack says that's right that you can't be. <laughs> yeah. So I'll go along with what he There's said. There's no doubt about that. Do you want to put me last then? No, no. I know I, what it is. Oh, well, tell us then. 1886. 1886. Do, do all New Yorkers know the exact date? Well, they made such a big thing of it with fireworks and everything. That's right, too. And that was the, that's right. Right. Okay, Ed, what do you think? I remember seeing David Copperfield make make it disappear. I was yeah. watching on television. It was the most right. amazing thing because they had radar set up so that you would know exactly where the Statue of Liberty was at all times. And he had uh, the big cloth draped over it, and it was gone. It was absolutely gone. But I think it was 1886. I I, I think Dorothy is correct. But it was amazing. It just it vanished into thin air, and I don't know how he did. He did that with elephants and all kinds of things. But the yeah. Statue of Liberty, Statue something of Liberty, else. right? That's really something. Hmm. Jack, what do you think? Uh, you know, I'll go with 1886. Okay, what do you go with, Russell? 1907. 1907. There's a man with a mind of his own, and I, I, I respect that. At least to the distance. 1886 is, is correct, however. Do you know who the uh, the Statue of Liberty was, who the model for that was? No. Bartholdi's mother. Is that right? Yep. 
That's interesting. Uh, uh, none of us uh, here obviously knew that. I'm very <laughs> Okay. Uh, Dorothy's way ahead now with five. And uh, Jack has three. And so does Ed. And two from Arlene. And uh, Russell. Russell's, Russell is the booby. <laughs> no, you're not a booby. Okay. How about the... Uh, I've learned something, though. I can... Yeah, no, you can take this with you. and my 10-year-old daughter with my knowledge. Yeah. Harvard College was founded on this date, October 28th. Hmm. It was called Harvard College and before it became a university. Let's hmm. see what else I can tell you about Harvard. No, I could tell you plenty about it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is the uh, anniversary of its founding. Founded, of course, at Cambridge. The Masters General Court voted to provide... 400 pounds for a school or college. 400 pounds of what? 400 pounds of money. Oh, yeah. Into it, 800. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know what a pound is today. It, it's about $2, isn't it? Maybe a little more or less. Yeah. So yeah. it'd be about $800 they gave. Now, you're uh, asking when it was founded. Yes, that's the qu that's the question. I'm well, asking. when was it lost? It? Who was that? I wish I were home in bed now. <laughs> <laughs> what seemed to be a swell night has just deteriorated into a, into a nothingness. Hey, hey, <laughs> okay. Okay. Do let me start with uh, you, Dorothy. How, what year? Harvard College. What What was your, the founda founding year? That is the oldest university in the United States, isn't it? I don't think so. I think William and Mary is. No, I, William and Mary. I I wondered the same thing. Latin, I believe, is the oldest public school. Boston, yeah, Latin, Boston. Yeah. But I think William and Mary is the earliest college. I think oh. it is. I think it is. I think it even. It's older than Harvard. Yeah. I believe. Somewhere around 1635 or so. Is that the year you're going to suggest now? 1635. That's what I'm writing down. Okay. And Russell, what year do you think Harvard College I'm was founded? I'm going to say 1770. 1770. Okay. And Arlene. I would say 1782. 1782. Okay, Jack? 1638. 1638. Okay, 1636 oh. is, uh, is correct, yes. Wow. And Dorothy said 1635. Wow. And Jack was not far off with the 38, 
I, well, we, we, I, I want to thank you for the letter that came in the mail today, or yesterday. I sent you a letter? Yeah, because I won the prize of, of the party book, party theme book. Oh, you got the, you got the book? Right. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. I'm glad they were delivered. Is that somebody hanging up? Mm, not me. Not, not me. It wasn't me. I can't really hang up, though. Is that you, Russell? You still there? Hmm. I guess we know who hung up that, don't we? Okay. There's another click. There's another click. Okay, uh, let's see. Russell is not with us. And uh, Arlene, I thank you very much I for know, playing the game. I uh, appreciate your humor with me. Okay, thank you very much. No, You're I, a good I, sport. No, one, just one little <laughs> question. Not, yes. not a question, just a comment. <laughs> My mom listens to you every night. And I said, you listen to him? Because I used to listen to Larry Glick all the time. Yeah. And now I'm listening to him going, wow, my mother listens to you? And she's, she's so uptight, but she listens to you. Well, I appreciate that. And I appreciate the fact that you listen to her. Oh, absolutely. I'm just so darn no, flattered. You, no, you're a lovely man. Thank you, Arlen. And Thank you, you. you appreciate humans. And you're a good, you're a good guy. You're one of the good guys. Uh, well, thank you very much. I, I don't know what to say. I, well, I, I, I just want you to cry. I'm going to cry. Weepy. No, I mentioned that. Weepy, for goodness yeah, sake. no, I mentioned that. I mentioned that. The only thing I had never heard on radio what? was any somebody really crying. You know, some some talk host breaking down into tears and really, you know, really sobbing for for at least a minute or two no. or three. And I, I, I've never done that. Whole, no, I've never heard any. Thing. No, I've never heard anybody ever do that. No, I want to. I want to because I've done just about everything else in broadcasting, <laughs> but I've never broken down into real. No, see, now you did. These are recreations of tears. <laughs> they're not. Riot. They're not the real thing. You're a good guy. You're a riot. You you just make people smile. Thank you very much, Arlene. I got to get going now, but I appreciate the, uh, the good comment. But you never heard anybody really cry on radio. I mean, sincerely cry. I mean, you heard people acting like they were crying. You heard people laugh. So since I've done everything from broadcasting wrestling bouts to talking to Arlene, <laughs> there's nothing left for me except I've I got to explore new frontiers. A good a good weep is what you need. Yeah, and you'll, yeah. what you'll be doing is you'll be opening up the fields for more people on the radio to get on there and just plain old weep. I think that's a good thing. I think we can cleanse our souls by crying. <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> I don't understand this whole thing. Anyway, Ed, thank you very much for playing the game, and I know you're going to talk to Dorothy. That's but right. Norm, yes. Norm, may yeah. I make a correction and, a, and with an apology? I gave you some misinformation last week about yeah. I can't get started. Yeah. I yeah. told you it was Vernon Duke. And you, said, was, and you said, but I said that the lyrics were by George Gershwin when, in fact, it was Ira. Okay, okay. So Vernon Duke wrote the melody. Yeah, and Ira and, and Ira Gershwin and Ira wrote the words. The, the lyrics. Okay, I thought Vernon. I know that George wrote the wrote music, but I thought. Right, Vernon but Duke I have had, a great book, and I photocopied some of the pages that I want to mail to you from the complete lyrics of Ira Gershwin. With all sorts of variations on the song, I can't get started. Well, that would be, that's very, very nice of you to do that, Dorothy. And happy um, Tasty East to you. I learned more about Tasty East than I thought I would ever learn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hold on a minute, and uh, Ed will get, get you. In fact, here he comes right this moment. And thanks for playing the game, Dorothy. You too. Goodbye. Bye-bye now. Okay, and let's see, who else have I not said goodbye? I haven't said goodbye to you, Jack. Yeah, did you know that I am actually calling you from the new traffic tower? Oh, you're in a new place base? now. Yeah. Oh, you're in the, still in the same building. No. Different building. Different building. How far from uh, the Prue are you now? Way across town. No, we're at uh, we're over hmm. by Government Center. Oh, okay, by Government Center. Yeah. Some building in Government Center, eh? Yes. Can you disclose what building that is, or you we're, think... at, we're at uh, we're at Bullfinch Place? Oh, you're right near uh, uh, Channel Seven. Yeah, matter of fact. I see. Because mm -hmm. I, I used to work in that building. Is that right? 
Oh. Yeah, I worked for WRKO at one point. Sure. And they were located in that building, mm -hmm. and uh, it was uh, yeah. It's it's a it's a it's a very interesting part of the world. Yes, it is. Yeah, though then we're on that very floor. What very floor is that? The floor that, that RKO used to be on. Oh, I see. That's around the, what, oh, second, third floor, floor something fourth like floor, that? Yeah. Fourth floor, yeah. Fourth floor, fourth yeah. floor. I see. Oh, well, well good, good, good luck in your new headquarters. And do you know that they are not only lush, but they are indeed overly ostentatious? They were that way. That's why I left the station. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I remember being there. But it's, it, it's kind of interesting. It's a lonely place at night because there are no... There, there's, there are no stores or anything. I mean, I mean, even in the evening. Well, there is a 24-hour store, but, um, you know, that there's a little bit of a hike. But pretty much, yeah, no, everything shuts down tight as a drum. Yeah. Like hey, a little country village. Well, well, I hope I hope you're very happy there. And perhaps we can get together one day next week. We'll pick out some furniture. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little rug, a little, some curtains. With a... Anyway, a take care. A little reclining chair. <laughs> then we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Okay. Although the uh, the F word got bantered around quite a bit this morning. Oh, the, the fiance. Yeah. When you say the F word, that scares Dear me Lord. a little bit. Dear oh. Lord, my mother and my grandmother, they're having heart attacks. I can hear it now. Um, but you know, Norm, that's not why I called. You sound, you sound so lovely. No wonder Jack is absolutely crazy about you. Oh, and hopes so you. Well, I, 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 I don't get to see Jack too often. Well, this is this is the reason that that I'm calling. You know, oh. of all the worthless information that he has, and God knows he has so much of it, huh. and and he's busy telling you about his his plush but not overly ostentatious studios there at Channel Seven at Bullfinch Place, and he's busy telling you all these things. He neglected to tell you the one important thing that he was supposed to tell you, Norm. Yeah. And that is. But tomorrow night, which is really tonight at 11 o'clock, Saturday. Tonight, tonight, Saturday night at 11, yeah. Yes, will be the premiere of he and I working together for the first time ever. This, really? is, this is a world broadcast premiere. Oh. And he was supposed to shamelessly plug it. And did he do that? No. no. He did not even suggest. I don't even know what this is, so tell me. Well, if, like 12 people will be listening. But if there's 12 more people that will listen, this is why I'm talking to you. Uh, it's uh, it's going to be our Boston cable viewers can uh, listen to the audio portion of the program on A26. A26. Yes. 11 p.m. this very night. Uh, this very night. As, as a matter of fact, we had a research team sort of determine the best programming time to have a show like this. <laughs> and, and, and we determined that it was before the Norm Nathan show. So that's why we had the 11 to 12 oh, time yeah, I, I see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, actually, tonight I come on at 11, so oh, we're really? going to... We're going to be competing for that hour, but I, oh, I hope I hope a lot of people listen to you because I think that I wish I could listen to you too. Well, we'll tape it for you. Okay, would you do that? Yeah, we, we've got all kinds of fun things okay. planned. Okay, okay, because even even at home I couldn't hear you because I'm not in the Boston cable system. Yeah. But the people who are then tune to eight twenty six. Eight twenty six at eleven o'clock tonight. Tonight at eleven, and, and uh, uh, there'll there'll be drama, comedy. And uh, no doubt with he and I together in the same room, just a little bit of tragedy. Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, come on, you saucy miss. Oh, isn't that nice? Now, this the, you've never... I know he's done this kind of work uh, lots of times before. Yeah, it's the Talking Information Channel, actually. Right, and so this time he's doing it with someone he thinks especially wonderful. And also, the fact that you have a female and a male... You can do many more varied kinds of things. Exactly, exactly. I, I get the feeling I'm going to end up being sort of the uh, Julie the Cruise director and uh, being the straight gal, and uh, he'll he'll end up being his silly little self. But well, that may be. That's what George Burns thought when he started working with Grace. Yeah. Uh, Gracie Allen, and he found that she got more laughs than he did, and that's when they reversed roles. And he said, for 37 years, all I said was, so. Uh, Tell me, Gracie, how's your brother? <laughs> so then I sat back, and she did all the work. Exactly. It might turn out to be the same kind of thing with you guys. And, you know, she was the business too. And here I am making this programming note to you because he neglected to do so. So you're the business person also. He's, he is so lucky to have I'm you. I'm a pushy broad. He's, oh, you're not a pushy broad. <laughs> he happens to be a derelict, lazy person who's not fulfilling his... His his uh, his duties. That slacker attitude. You know oh, what it slacker. was. And you and you're and you're picking up on that because you're a decent human being. How can you like this person? Well, you know what happened. I think it was uh, was it Dorothy from White Plains. 
from Pleasantville, New York. Oh, okay. She was she was so sweet. Uh, I I think uh, I think she flustered him, so uh, he probably <laughs> got all undone and distracted. <laughs> That may be. Um, is that your name, Monine? That's such a pretty name. Yes, it's Irish. Monine. As Irish as Pat Murphy's pig. Not as Pat Murphy's pig. Yeah. Pat Murphy's pig. Yeah, that's pretty Irish. And how do you spell Monine? Uh, carefully. M O N E E N. You see, now it's it's written out on the on our on a monitor screen exactly yeah, and, uh, like that, but, I, but you can tell. We don't trust producer spellings. I wouldn't either. <laughs> I know what. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll trust Ed, Ed LeClaire from here on. Out of Shirley MCI. You never know what they're doing. Okay. Watch okay. your back, Norm. Okay, 826 tonight, 11 o'clock, all America will be listening. Yeah, well, all of, like, part of Chelsea, maybe. I don't know. Somebody will be listening, and, and we'll have fun. Oh, and here's the other important thing. Yeah. Is, uh, we're going to have, for the first time ever, I, I, I believe, on that frequency, live uh, live calls. So people can call at one 800 Aren't I shameless? You sneak. I you, know. You sneak. Okay, what is the number again? one 800 505 Okay, see, okay, that's sort of, we call it, is easy. And also, it's interesting, you have a toll-free number, and uh, we don't even have that here. <laughs> I know, I think it's really nice. They're obviously uh, a little freer with the cash than the Westinghouse people are, so I think that's nice. But you have the beautiful WBZ commissary and Whirlpool and, uh, you know, the farm and food store, yeah, and the, of course the, the Hall of Fame we have here. We have all kinds of wonderful stuff. The souvenir shop. Oh, yes. Yeah, yes, I've bought nice. several things. A nice uh, see-through visor there. Actually, that has your name on it. Well, yeah, it's also on the T-shirts and the baseball caps. Yeah. <laughs> We're being silly now. Hey, Moni, it's a pleasure. To, I, hope, I hope you get lots of listeners, and it's, it's always a pleasure to talk with you. Well, and same to you, and thank you for letting me shamelessly plug and, uh, you know. I'm glad you did, and get get on that other guy there. Make him... Oh, we're working on it. No, okay, we're we're okay. raising the level of professionalism. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, Normie. Bye-bye, Monine. Bye-bye. Wasn't it just so darn nice to hear from Monine at 4 a.m.? We overnight people are a special breed. Let me be the first to wish you a happy Halloween. Have a ghoulishly good time. You are talking about the nonsensical ravings of a lunatic mind. Closing the vault and leaving this world a little sillier than we found it. Four, traffic news collections. Gorging oneself while enjoying a harem. Glendale Square, Everett Mass, dancing around the Maypole. Uptight moms who love Norm. Being hip by association. Older guys with good souls. Smelly feet. Staying regular. Stammering. Outsiders. Doing your gazintas. Polka Time Pens, Jones Prize Analyzing Letters, The Dumb Birthday Game Tacky Prize Swap Meet, Reader's Digest, The Sleepy Hollow Cemetery, The Tappan Zee Bridge, Ruined and Hopeless Lives, Forgetting the Question, Friedrich Auguste Bartholdi and his mom, The Statue of Liberty, David Copperfield, Bullfinch Place, Monine Bringing Up the F-Word, Fiancé. Pat Murphy's Pig, the long-sought-after WBZ toll-free number. The WBZ Commissary, Whirlpool, Helicopter, Farm and Food Store, Hall of Fame, and Souvenir Shop. Ed LeClaire, Moaning Daily, Jack Hart, and one of the riotous good guys and weeping soul-cleansing radio hosts, Norm Nathan. I'm the very lucky Tony Nesbitt.